Hi everyone, and welcome to Link and You'll Miss It, a Legend of Zelda video game podcast where each episode is over before you know it. I'm your host for today, Daniel Spencer, filling in for James Anderson thanks to the Scavengers Scramble here with the Scavengers Network. On Link and You'll Miss It, I'll be ranking the Legend of Zelda video games from least favorite to favorite in a series of episodes. I will say the only game in the franchise I haven't played even a fraction of is A Link Between Worlds. I'll be fixing that soon, but in the meantime, I'm leaving it off this list since I haven't experienced it. I'm also only using timeline canon games, so I'm excluding the CDI games, Tingle Offshoots, Game & Watch, etc. That gives us 17 games to rank. This episode goes over my top 5 Zelda games. The cream of a very good crop. Let's jump right in. Skyward Sword, released on the Wii, comes in at number 5. In this origin story for the entire Zelda franchise, we see Link and Zelda in a world of floating islands high above the clouds. They ride loft wings, giant birds that can go from island to island, and are part of the school that's teaching them to become knights. Soon we learned of a land far below the clouds, and Zelda and Link are caught up in powerful machinations on both sides of good and evil. There are some really great mechanics in this game that I love. Changing time around with time shift stones, using your sword as a divining rod, upgrading your shields and weapons. There are a lot of really great characters, looking at you, Batro. Memorable boss fights, looking at you, Kaloctus. And fun items, looking at you, Whip. The story explains why there are so many reincarnations of the characters throughout the series. It's incredibly cinematic. The gameplay is fun when the controls aren't being a little too sensitive. It's an absolute blast. The music of it is phenomenal, too. It was the first Zelda game whose score was performed by a full orchestra. It's just a very good game. And absolutely earns its spot as number five on my list. Next up in fourth place is the SNES classic Link to the Past. Setting up what would become the standard design of Zelda games, including the first to include the Master Sword, giving us three dungeons, then a big story reveal, then more dungeons format, and giving us Kakariko Village and Lake Hylia and really setting the tone for the series moving forward. It tells the story of Link saving Zelda from the wizard Aghanim, and then several other princesses from Ganon himself. Its score is iconic and set up so many musical themes throughout the series as well, and it's a fantastic game that, like so many in the series, plays with time travel in a very interesting way. This is also the only Link to have pink hair. Coming down to the top three. Getting my bronze medal is the GameCube and Wii entry Twilight Princess. Another very dark and horror-adjacent game like Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess sees Link fighting off the forces of Shadow and Twilight from Hyrule, which have invaded and are attempting to take over the kingdom. While in Twilight-controlled areas, Link is stuck in a wolf form, aided by Midna, a mysterious figure who knows a lot about these Twilight forces. With a grand overworld and several great memorable dungeons, Twilight Princess stands strong in this list for me. The Snowpeak Ruins, a large, mostly abandoned castle in the mountains of Hyrule, stands as one of my favorite dungeons in the franchise, partially due to the two yetis who have made their home in the fortress. It feels very different from the other dungeons in the series, and is a gorgeous layout. The items are all great. The spinner, double claw shots, ball and chain, and different bomb types are all very fun. The bosses are fantastic. Both the mini-boss and main boss of the Arbiter's Grounds are highlights for the whole series for me, and the series of final boss fights at the end of the game are top tier. Add great cinematics and music, and this game deserves its spot at number three. 
I debated long and hard over which of these final two to take the top spot. They're both so good. My penultimate favorite Legend of Zelda game is Ocarina of Time. The first 3D Zelda game, the first game I played and finished, I started the first one on NES many times but never really understood what I was doing, and a, a very formative video game for young Dan. Ocarina of Time tells the story of Link, a young boy orphaned in a great war. The Kokiri, elfin forest dwellers who have fairy companions and never age, took him in as one of their own. Soon he adventures out into the kingdom of Hyrule. He meets with Zelda, also a child, they're nine, and they discuss how to stop seemingly evil Ganondorf, who Zelda feels is up to something. Eventually it's discovered that he is, and through a series of missteps, Link is sealed away for seven years, while Ganondorf rules and practically destroys Hyrule. Upon awakening, Link is tasked to awaken the seven sages to help seal away Ganondorf forever. On his travels, he meets Gorons, Zora, and Kokiri, as well as Hylians like himself. Combining the Ocarina of Time and the Master Sword, Link is able to travel back and forth between times before and after Ganondorf's rise to power, and using this and his courage is able to awaken the sages. Finally, free Zelda and defeat the evil lord. This game is aged very well. I play it every year. I never get tired of it. The music is great. The gameplay is fun. Solid puzzles. Fun fights. The final boss fight of this game is the most fun and cinematic boss fight in the entire franchise. The story is gripping and develops very well. The mini-games are addicting. It's a solid, solid second place. Now on to first place. Breath of the Wild was a huge break from the standard format of Zelda games that Link to the Past established. Being an open-world game, similar in lack of direction to Zelda and Zelda 2, but in a much better constructed way, the size of this game is monstrous. I've played well over 100 hours and I'm still finding new things. It tells the story of Link and Hyrule thousands of years after the events of any game before it. All of those stories are now in what's referred to as the Age of Myth. Ganon laid waste to the kingdom of Hyrule, destroying nearly everything and taking over the castle, embodying a gaseous monstrous form called Calamity Ganon. Link, having been resurrected over the course of 100 years from Ganon taking over, has to fight to gather his memories, take back the machines built to stop Ganon, and free Zelda from its clutches. Instead of dungeons, Breath of the Wild has shrines, which contain many puzzles or difficult fights. You find different weapons to use, but don't get new items that stick with you like you normally do in Zelda dungeons. You have runes that allow you to do things like generate ice, create bombs, or freeze an object in time. You unlock powers after boss fights in the closest thing to dungeons in the game, the large divine beasts that Ganon took over when he arose. There's so many references to past games, incredible scenery, and I'm just a sucker for an open-world game, so that's always a win for me. The music, the music is breathtaking. The fighting mechanics are a lot of fun. The game has overworld bosses you can stumble onto that have different ways of defeating them. There are puzzles within puzzles for the shrines either to find them or to solve them once you're inside. The story is great. The side missions and stories are fantastic. There's so much heart in this game, and I am beyond excited for Breath of the Wild 2. So there you have it, my definitive list of The Legend of Zelda games. Hit me up at Dantendo64 on Twitter if you'd like to share your thoughts with me on how you'd rank them. 
a big thanks to the Scavengers Network and specifically to James for letting me be on these Scramble episodes. I have had an absolute blast with these. Thank you so much.